While Eric is here on the Fix-It Show, you'll see that he knows what he's doing. He's president of Siding Unlimited, but that's not a desk job. He's out there working with the crews, inspecting people's structure problems and fixing them. Siding Unlimited will fix yours, too. Make a note to contact Siding Unlimited after the show's over, of course. Look them up online at SidingUnlimited.com or see Siding Unlimited's unique outside-in showroom near Gerke's Corners in Brookfield. This is The Fix-It Show on WTMJ. Advice and opinions expressed during the program are solely that of the hosts or guests and not WTMJ Radio or Good Karma Brands Milwaukee, LLC. There's no such thing as no maintenance when it comes to your home. That's why we bring you The Fix-It Show from 7 to 9 every Saturday. Get your questions ready for our expert home inspector, David Nason from Best Inspections. Here he is with his co-host, Dayton Kane. It's the Fix-It Show on WTMJ. Hour number two, sponsored by JMB Construction and Siding Unlimited. In for David Nason. Still, he didn't go anywhere. He's still here. Still hanging out. Tom Fazer, the old Fix-It guy. The old Fix-It guy, out of retirement for one day only, helping us out while David's on vacation. So uh, you know who's on the phone. You know the guy on the Tri-County Contracting Hotline. He is actually from Siding Unlimited, one of our big sponsors, and my boss. How are you, Eric Brown? Hey, good, good. I, I, I'm not there, and, I, and I'm missing it. I wish I was there with, uh, with Tom like, the, like, like back in the day. Yeah, Eric, I wish you were here, man. We've we've gone through a lot of stuff over the years, fixed up a lot of houses between the two of us. Yeah, how you been? How's uh, how are you enjoying retirement? I see they pulled you out for one day, kind of a uh, kind of like uh it's kind of like an all star event, you know. And not not for me or Dayton. Well, Dayton's an all star, but but Tom, you're the Hall of Famer, absolutely. So. Yeah, great to hear you. Well, and uh, how you been? Well, thanks for the kind words, but I'm great. And uh, I see David Nason from time to time, and he and I talk about things from time to time. The, the usually technical stuff about houses, but uh, I'm great. I'm a pickleball guy now, like everybody else <laughs> in the world. You know, I play three or four times a week, and uh, kind of keep my finger in the home improvement things. I can't stay out of that totally. So. Uh, well, you still own a home, so you, you kind of are, are uh, married into it. As I, far as that goes, yeah, I still like have everybody a honey, else. I still have a honey do list. And when my wife bothers me about you need to do this, you need to do that, I say, "Well, make me a list so I don't forget." <laughs> <laughs> and she puts things on the t- bottom of the list, and I cross them off the top. Yes, I have a honey do list. You're right. Uh, that's awesome. It keeps you sharp. <laughs> yeah. So uh-huh. I hear I hear you're out doing baseball today. I'm, I'm I'm doing dad duty this weekend, and uh, my my son, my younger son, he's going to be a junior in high school. So uh, I'm I'm a few years away from being an empty nester myself, and uh, so so doing dad duty, and he's in a baseball tournament. We're in Kansas City, ah. so uh, we're we're looking forward to. He plays a couple games this morning, and then uh, and then we might take in a Royals game tonight and nice. uh, make it a little bit of a trip, not just the baseball part, but. Uh, some father-son stuff. So, so good, good weekend. But it landed on a weekend where we're 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 scheduled for the show. So I got to call in. Well, we appreciate the dedication and helping us answer questions. That's what we're here to do, right? That honeydew list. If you've got a list and you need some help with it, Tom Faze is here. Eric Brown's here. Eric, quickly before we go to the first break here, run down siding unlimited. What we all do. 
everything on the outside of the house. So, uh, you know, family, family operated, family, family owned and operated, uh, just really, really, uh, we, we, well, I, I feel really just a, a down to earth, local, very Milwaukee strong, uh, company. And we do exterior remodeling, siding, windows, roofing doors, uh, get into decks, get into the outs, out, outside, uh, the hardscapes, like the, with our other company, Outdoor Living Unlimited, that you'll that you hear from time to time with with some of the other stuff. But today it's Siding Unlimited, siding windows, roofing doors, and uh, yeah, let's uh, you know put us to work. You got you got Dayton, Tom, and myself, and we'll take some calls and and uh, and go from there. Perfect. The old National Bank talking text line eight five five six one six one six twenty. It's a fix it show on WTMJ. From a leaky pipe to finishing your basement, The Fix-It Show on 620 WTMJ. Good morning to you, 815. Hazy smoke out there with a chance of isolated pop-up showers and thunderstorms throughout the day. Going to be a hot one, 88 degrees for a high. Dayton Kane here, Tom Faza in for David Nason, and we have Eric Brown from Siding Unlimited on with us this hour. So, Eric, question for you. Are you still running into problems with those 1970s, 80s, 90s houses where somehow the builders forgot to use any kind of house wrap or tar paper on the houses? <laughs> that, that, I, I just feel like that'll be a never-ending uh, issue. You know, and, and it's, I mean, like it's in the 70s and the 90s, so many houses were built. Like those were the big boom housing, right. uh, single-family housing uh, boom uh, era, and for for every for those to just get re uh redone it's just it takes you know you're you're really based on the homeowner's uh ability to pay for it and then also willingness to just do it or even notice it uh so that that'll always be always be happening but yeah and it's the same stuff uh you know the the nice thing about the house that was built in the 70s is a lot of them had nice 2 foot overhangs that protected the house right and then from a cost standpoint, those went away. Uh, so when you get to the 90s and you have maybe a 6-inch or a 12-inch uh, overhang, it's just less protection. And then, like you mentioned, the, the, the they either didn't use a house wrap or they misused, they didn't install the house wrap correctly. And if any water, you know, if the caulking breaks down or the, or the right. siding itself is breaking down and water penetrates that wall, uh, if there's no no house wrap, no, 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 no sort of water barrier behind the siding, which by code siding needs a water barrier. Every siding product, including brick, you know, people sometimes think, well, brick water doesn't go. No water no. penetrates brick. Um, you know, so, so if it, if it doesn't have one, we're in trouble. And, uh, and if it does have one, but it was installed improperly and then if water penetrates that siding, then that uh, water barrier acts as a funnel and pulls water right into the wall and creates even more problems. So, yeah, no, that's that's a common issue, and we see it a lot, and we and we still see uh, we still there's come into some of these houses where we tear the siding off of a chimney, and the the chimney looks like it's ready to fall off the the side of the building. So, yeah, and uh, I that, that yeah, I'm I'm not sure if people understand 100 percent what we're talking about, but. Uh, I always say all siding leaks, and that means brick and wood and fiber cement, whatever, it all leaks. So the water barrier is behind the siding. And there was a period of time, 70s, 80s, 90s, um, where the water barriers weren't installed correctly, the flashings weren't installed correctly, and then that damaged the house and damaged the siding. 
And you guys find it when you go to do a job sometimes. You can't see anything. It's all painted up really nice and well-maintained, and you pull the siding off, and there's a problem behind the siding. It, it's wild. We, we've seen, uh, and Dayton's seen this too, uh, when he gets out and goes and meets with people, is there, there's times where, where, where the siding, it, it really is wild, because there's times where the, the caulking has broken down and the siding, is, like cedar siding, is cracked, and there was a water barrier put on properly, and there's no damage. And then there's other times where we go up, and like you said, it looks like maybe they just painted it a few years ago, and the paint looks good, and the siding looks good. They just want to change, uh, and they just don't want to paint again, so they want to change. And we and we tear off that siding, and there's all kinds of rot behind it, maybe because of a pinhole that leaked water, and there was no real strong water barrier behind that siding, uh, even though it looked really good, uh, any moisture that got behind it, or uh, something that a lot of homeowners always dismiss or don't rec- realize, uh, it could be a condensation issue that builds up behind the siding or inside the wall and causes problems that way. Yeah. So, so moist, moisture is a son of a gun, that's for sure. And, uh, and there's sometimes, like to the typical homeowner, there might not be any real rhyme or reason because, you know, like I said, something could look horrible, but because it was done properly on the back end, we're okay, or it could look fine, but because of a couple pinholes and, and wind-driven rain over time uh, caused water to penetrate the wall in those little pinholes, now you've got issues. Sure. So the lesson for today is uh, there are a lot of good siding products out there, but they must be installed properly. And uh, Eric and I, in Siding Unlimited, we worked for years on trying to get people to understand that concept and you just need a really good contractor and people in the field who know the product and know how to flash the product and know how to put the water barriers behind the product properly so you don't have problems down the road. Well, so, and it doesn't stop with siding. Also, it goes right into windows as well because it's the same thing. It's, it's a, a real quality. You could buy the best window on the planet. But if you don't install it the correct way, you could have issues. And if you don't flash it properly, you could have more issues. So it all yep. works together. Yeah, and I did. Uh, I, I used to take calls at a lot of consulting calls at home, and people would talk about water leaking into their window. And I said, what do you mean leaking in the window? Well, I just had no siding replaced, or I had the windows replaced, and I got water running inside my house. And I'd say, I don't have to come out and look at it. The flashing's not done right, and the water barrier is not right. And I said, call, call up Eric, and he'll come out with the boys, and maybe he'd be interested in looking at it. But it's always a flashing issue around the windows that cause windows to leak. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it, it, as far as, yeah, leaking from above, if it's dripping in from above, yep. it's a flash. Generally, it's a flashing issue, and that's, and that's, where, the, that's where the issue is. And, and uh, But I, I love it because I... I, I remember so many times that I'd shoot you a text or you'd shoot me a text and we'd say, hey, what do you think of this? Yeah, and then, well, this is what I think. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, just to confirm what we're, just move and then move forward. So, yeah, it's always been always been a pleasure, Tom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and, but, and for the listeners out there, you just need to find a quality contractor that's more important than the product, actually that installs the product correctly. But as far as, far as products, I, I'll bet your smart side is still a, uh, one of your favorites. It, it's, it's on my house. Uh, it, it, it's on my brother's house. And it, it's, it's, 
we were just talking about this this last week. The first one we did was about 12 years ago, and it was in Oconomowoc, and we drove by it, and it looks really good. It really it looks really nice, and and that's that's something that that we've now been in business um, long enough where we can say no, the longevity is there. It used to be where I'd walk into a house and try to sell a job, and they would say. Well, I don't know if I want to buy from you. You look so young, and now I'm not so young anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and it, and, and, now, and now the value of experience is on our side. <laughs> All uh, right. Not that it wasn't then, but uh, it definitely is now. We need to get three minutes older and take a break here, and we'll come back. Eric Brown from Siding Unlimited and Outdoor Living Unlimited on with us this hour. Tom Faza in for David Nason. Give us a call. 855-616-1620 is the old National Bank talk and text line. It's the Fix-It Show on WTMJ. Now back to the Fix-It Show on 620 WTMJ. Joan Jett, all five foot five of her are going to be on stage tonight at Veterans Park. When I got to meet her, she just was such a nice little lady. <laughs> she, <laughs> she's so small, but she got on stage, and I'm like, is that really the same woman I was just talking? She rocks. It's awesome. So should be a good show. She's going to be on before Foo Fighters are down there tonight. Uh, Eric Brown from Siding Unlimited on the old National Bank talking text line is 855-616-1620. Got a text here that says, thanks, Tom. Great to hear your voice again. You are missed. So a uh, fan oh, texting in for you. Uh, somebody else says, uh, can you replace a casement window with a pocket window? I guess that's one for you, Eric. <laughs> I, you know, we want to take a look at that. And, and uh, you know, there's, there's guys that will say yes, and then there's, there's guys that will say, well, let's, let's talk about this one for a minute. Because, and, and, and we're in the boat. Let's talk about this one for a minute. And, and the reason why is a lot of times, you know, and, and the casement window that was put in right around, right around the 90s or maybe a little sooner, um, if, it's, if it's an older window, if it's an older casement window, we might have a chance. But the newer ones, and this is typically where, where we go with it, is the newer, the, I shouldn't say newer, uh, the 1990s uh, style or, 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 or newer. Um, there's a lot of times where, where it's just – it gets a little hokey, and what I'm always looking at is the final product because windows aren't cheap. Uh, even if it's in a pocket install or a full replacement install, and and we can get into details about that another time. But uh, but but they are two different, a couple different installs, and the pocket install on a casement window, you're saving. I know the 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 goal is that well, we don't want to replace the interior trim. So a pocket window is where we can take the wind, the new window and fit it inside the old frame. We're keeping the old frame, which allows us to keep the interior woodwork, which sounds like a great thing. But on this, on the casement window, there's hardware. The old hardware com- goes away. And then usually that's missed when it comes to the, when it was the originally, originally stained. Uh, so that has to be touched up. And then you have this brand new window, and then you have a spot on the sill that's touched up with stain. That just looks, it just looks ugly. So now you just spent all this money and now your eyes, you're staring at this little spot. And some guys will say, oh, well, that's that. We take care of that when we, when we cover that with a transition piece. Uh, so they install a, trans, a transition piece and that goes all the way around the perimeter of the window because you have a, a old frame and old, uh, you're trying to save the old interior trim work and then the new window. 
And so they'll put a piece of uh, a trim piece all the way around the perimeter of, you know, the transition between the new window and the old trim. And then you look at it and then that gets stained up. And then that looks different than the old trim because one's new, one's old. And now you're staring at that, you know, it's just, um, and then it gets into the install where how do we, how can we insulate it the best way? Uh, We want to still use nailing flanges and sometimes you can't. Uh, you know, so it's you're giving something up on those installs. But what happens is these companies come in and their sales pitch is, yeah, we can do it. No problem. This is how we do it all the time. And uh, the price then comes in a little less because we're not tearing out the whole frame. We're not redoing the interior woodwork. So there's less uh, there's uh, on the pocket end. there's less labor and less material. So it's less costly. Um, but when people do pocket installs, that's generally when we say, when we see their response and they say, yeah, that, that looks nice. But when we do a full replacement and we can get rid of a lot of little things that little details that you stare at after the fact that you dismiss before the sale, uh, cause you're just not sure what that's going to look like, or you're not told what it's going to look like. Um, you know, that's where, that, that's where people, when we do the full replacement and they see the finished product, they're like, wow, that, that was worth it. Like that, that we feel like we got our money's worth. Yeah. You know, it's not just not the case all the time with the pocket windows. Right. The old national bank talking text line, eight, five, five, six, one, six, one, six, 20. Eric Brown from siding unlimited on with us this hour, Tom Faza in for David Nason. I'm Dayton. Thanks for joining us. I walk a lonely road. The this is the fix it show on six twenty WTMJ. I'm sure they did this one last night, Boulevard of Broken Dreams by Green Day. They were at the 120th anniversary concert for Harley Davidson. Tonight it's Foo Fighters. Should be a good weekend for everybody. As you're driving around, watch for those motorcycles. They're not as easy to see in your mirror as a car, so uh, keep your head on a swivel. Yeah, there's a few around. I could hear a few last (laughs) night, too. Uh, late in the night, you could hear them going up and down the expressway. Yeah. Old National Bank talking text line 855-616-1620. We have Eric Brown from Siding Unlimited on with us this hour. And uh, Tom, you brought in the LP Smart side. We were talking about that a little bit before the break. Yeah. And, you know, I'm probably out of touch a little bit what's going on with LP Smart side, but I know it's been a favorite product for um, Siding Unlimited and a lot of contractors. But does LP SmartSide then, do they have a complementary line of corner trim and fascia, soffit, that kind of thing? Is that all a SmartSide product now, or is it different types of products? Uh, no, yeah, yeah. No, the, the, they have a full line of, of siding products with the trims, the, um, with uh, lineals for uh, trim pieces around windows, your corner. They have uh, one-piece corners, uh, soffits. You can use it as fascias. Uh, in the remodel world, like, so I'll, I'll just describe my house because my house was, um, when, when we did it, we tore off cedar siding that had been on the house for about 26 years. Uh, it did its job and it was time to go. And I replaced, and this is kind of my, my preferred method, but, uh, we offer different methods. That's for sure. Uh, but we did LP smart side. We did the LP smart side corners. We put LP trim around all the windows then we used lp soffit uh just because i really like that look uh just gives a more of a cedar and lp smart side the the point of the whole product line is to replicate cedar uh really well 
and and give you that grain, uh, deep grain, nice deep grain, and that look of cedar of a natural product, only with much much less maintenance than cedar. Uh, so I had it on the siding, the trim, the corners, the soffit. But for my house, the roof was already done, and we can get into little intricate de- details. But without damaging the roof for the fascias, we didn't want to. Re- I didn't want to remove the cedar trim boards for the on the fascias because the roof nails could be nailed into it, especially on the edge. Sure. Um, so we, I wrapped the uh, the fascias with aluminum, and the aluminum can come in a couple different ways. It can come with a, sp- a smooth finish, or it does have what we call a PVC finish, which ha- it has a uh, the the PVC coating on the on the face of it that that's painted, and that gives a wood grain that allows to use a wood grain look on the metal that you bend and wrap the fascias with. So. When you look at my house, the only smooth surface would be the glass on the windows and the gutters. Everything else has a wood grain to it, and it's just it's a look that I really that I really like. I think it's a, you know, I think it's very much Midwest look to keep the to really want that wood grain and that cedar look. Uh, you know, try to replicate that. And then um, when we do it, so LP Smartside comes out of the LP factory. It's Louisiana Pacific comes out of the factory prime. And then we have a third party that does the finish on it. And uh, so it's not painted uh, on site, which the benefit of a, of a third party uh, paint finisher that does everything in the warehouse is that the, the product comes clean, that it comes painted, then is painted uh, in a clean, climate, clean controlled atmosphere, and then it's shipped to the job site. So the difference is if we installed it primed, and then had a painter follow up, well, then all the dirt and debris from construction or even the oils from your hands from handling the product are on the product, and then you're painting over the top of that, and you just don't get as nice of a paint finish. Also, the way they do the paint finish on our LP product, we can offer a 30-year paint warranty. Uh, So I always talk about warranties in Wisconsin as, as, okay, if we make it 100%, the life of the warranty, so... If it's 30 years and you make it 30 years, if it's 50 and you made it 50, you did a great job. Wisconsin is such a harsh climate on our outdoor products that I kind of look at warranties like, all right, if it did it, if it if it got to 80, <laughs> percent we, we did a pretty good job as well. So um, where that comes into play though is is on a paint finish. Yes, yeah, 30 years sounds fantastic, but we definitely should be getting 25 years out of it. But then the competition that we have. Uh, we'll use a, a, a paint finish. They'll charge less money, which the homeowner likes at the point of sale. Uh, what they don't like down the road is that they're buying a 15-year paint finish. And now if you apply that 80% or 75% rule to a 15-year and you're looking at only getting 12 years out of it, you know, that, that can be a problem. Uh, so so what, the way we do it and the products that we use are all about a beautiful look installed properly with products that are going to maintain, they're going to last, uh, and they're going to be low maintenance, you know, user friendly. So, so Dayton's one of those guys that going out there and helping do color selections, huh? Oh yeah, <laughs> lots of different color selections. I mean, it's unlimited, actually. <laughs> well, it, well, you yeah, because we could do custom. So technically, it is unlimited. Ah, okay. You want to do a custom color, but uh, 
Yeah, lots like, of colors. Vinyl siding used to be like eight colors back in the like 70s and 80s, right? Now they're up to like 42 or something crazy. It's, there's so many different options. Out oh, there. that is crazy. Yeah. Well, and, and then you look at the trim color versus the trim around the windows versus the soffit versus the right the the whole siding project i mean that's that would i would hate trying to <laughs> well we do have a program that we can put together and kind of visualize it so that's kind of fun too for people that they can see i'm thinking about doing this how would that look on my house well this is what it would look like oh great thank you that's great oh so that's actually yeah. a program oh, yeah. you can do yep pretty cool so do you take a picture of the house yep and then you fill in the colors. Put it in the system, and it kind of shows you what the house would look like with the colors you're looking at. Uh, wow. Use crayons to do yeah. that? <laughs> <laughs> I have my uh, granddaughter, Audrey, color up stuff. You should see it. It's beautiful. All right. We do need to take a break. Eric Brown on with us. The old National Bank talking text line, 855-616-1620. Uh, we do have a text coming up, and we'd love to hear from you on the phone as well. It is The Fix-It Show on WTMJ. This is The Fix-It Show on 620 WTMJ. It is The Fix-It Show. Dayton here in for David Nason is Tom Faza. Thank you for joining us today, Tom. We appreciate you being here. Hey, I am thrilled to be here on The Fix-It Show. You know, it's a great Fix-It day. Hey, there we go. I was waiting for it. <laughs> Eric Brown on the phone with us as well uh, from Siding Unlimited and Outdoor Living Unlimited. 855-616-1620, the old National Bank talk and text line. A couple texts here for you. It says, is there anything that is added to the lower part of a siding install to keep out mice from crawling up behind? We we can do our best. Uh, so mice mice can there, there's there, mice can can be a son of a gun that's for sure, and they can figure figure ways ways out. Uh, but we always bend a piece of metal um, that is down the down the wall a couple inches, and then it goes up against the uh, the, the the foundation, and that's just to reduce the chances of of them of the critters trying to you know chew their way up through the wall or or figure out how to get in. And it's it, it's uh, it's a strong precautionary measure, and we've it's something we've been doing for as long as I've been installing, um, and and it does help. It does help quite a bit. It's uh, you know the, uh, the the tough thing with those critters is if, is we could do all of that around the the base and and really make that look like really finish it off really well. And they might find a different way to get in, <laughs> uh, you know, so, but, but no, there, there is, and we do that and we do that all the time on every siding project. That's not something you have to ask for. That's automatic. Uh, and, and it is, it, it does help. It definitely does help, uh, you know, curb from those guys getting in. All right. Next one here says, what R value does insulated siding add to a home? So, so there's a couple methods with siding. One of them is foam back siding, where the foam is, is glued to the back of the vinyl siding, and uh, if and that that presents a style of siding of vinyl if you're looking for it. So we'll put it on a house because somebody's looking for that style. Um, the insulation value because it's a beaded insulation, it doesn't have it. it uh, I should say, I think Energy Star doesn't recognize that. Maybe, Tom, I don't know if you remember, um, but I don't think they recognize that to give it an R value as a, as, a, as a valued insulation just because they're not sure about the longevity of that beaded uh, foam or insula, you know, that they glued to the back of the siding. What we use is actually polystyrene uh, insulation, or it's the closed, the closed cell 
insulation that, that goes up in, in sheets, and we can put that on the wall first. And that can have an R value uh, from, you know, one, one and a half, uh, two, three, depending on the thickness of insulation that we put on the wall, we can increase that R value and help that. And then the, uh, the benefit of that, uh, so then the, the, it's not glued to the back of the vinyl siding, so, the, so that insulation goes up against the wall. It goes up tight against the windows and doors where, where air leaking can happen. It goes o- over the top of, you know, I mean, we can work around light fixtures better and everything like that. So we get a better seal. We tape all the seams, so then it becomes a water barrier. Then with vinyl siding, we don't have foam glued to the back of the vinyl. That's going to uh, hinder that product from expanding and contraction and contracting. So now our vinyl goes up with a hollow back laying, laying on the insulation so it still has a chance to slide, to expand and contract the way vinyl siding is supposed to work uh, with no hindrances. So we've been doing this method for a long time. We've had a lot of success with it. Uh, and we still use that insulation as well when we put LP smart side on. So there's a lot more benefits that way uh, doing it in a two-step process versus ordering up vinyl siding with the stuff glued to the back. The other part of uh, the insulation that's glued to the back of the siding, the vinyl siding, is you have to cut back the vinyl siding to expand and contract, but you're also cutting back your foam insulation that's glued to the back of that siding so you don't get tight that insulation up tight against the windows and doors like we can if it's a two-step process and we're putting the insulation on the wall first and then the siding second. So hopefully that answers the question. Yeah, and you know what I would add to that, Eric, is um, I was never a fan of the insulated siding because you're taking thousands, literally thousands and hundreds of pieces and putting it all together, and you're just not going to get a tight assembly. You're going to have gaps all over the place versus an extruded polystyrene sheet that's adhered to the house, and then you guys tape the joints and uh, now you've got a solid covering that covers the whole house. You don't have all gaps and joints and pieces. And the other key to that is uh, when you're putting the extruded polystyrene on in sheets, um, you're covering the edges of all the two-by-fours. And two-by-fours are not insulated at all. And 25% of an exterior wall is two-by-fours. Yeah. So now you're insulating the edges of all the two-by-fours. So. Uh, your method is, in my book, the right way to do it. All right. Stamp of approval from Mr. Fix-It himself. The Old National Bank talking text line 855-616-1620. We have to take one more break. Lee in Ottawa, hang on the phone. We'll get to you when we come back. It is the Fix-It Show on WTMJ. Making sure your honey-do list doesn't turn into a honey-what-did-you-do list. It's the Fix-It Show on 620 WTMJ. Dayton Kane, Tom Faza, Eric Brown all on with you. Thanks for joining us today. That is a little Marshall Tucker band. A lot of flute last night at the Marshall Tucker band. You don't see a lot of flute solos anymore, but uh, back in the 70s, that was a thing. Uh, Fix-It Show sponsored by J&B Construction and Siding Unlimited. Thank you, Eric, for always being a sponsor. We appreciate that. Um, let's get to our phone call here and go to Lee in Ottawa. Good morning, Lee. What's your question? Good morning, gentlemen. Uh, I have a home built in 1979. A little while ago, you were talking about wraps and so forth and how 70s, 90s homes didn't have those. Uh, our home is covered in aluminum siding, 
And I know that if I look, if I, we pulled off a, a slot of that aluminum siding, what I would see is a black, like a fibrous material, not all that thick, and that is directly behind our aluminum siding. So this home does not have a home wrap. Uh, so I pulled up uh, LP Smart Side and I started perusing that website a little bit. A couple of questions. If I were to tear, have, have someone else tear off all of my aluminum siding and say, let's give it a new look, let's start over and let's do this properly this time. Uh, I have to assume at that point, uh, the home would get some sort of wrap. It used to be Tyvek, but I, I know that technology is evolving uh walk me through this and the one of the questions i have with it uh pertains to the wrap and then if i were to go with lp smart side the r value is there any r value would i kill a couple birds with one stone if i had my home recited all right eric before you start answering we have 30 seconds to answer that question yeah, we'll make it quick. Uh, we would install, yes, we can tear off the aluminum. We would install uh, insulation, and we can talk you through the thickness on that, which would, which would uh, give you the different R values. If you want a more R value, a thicker insulation. And then we would put LP SmartSide over the top of that. And for a 15-second answer, that's, that's what it would be, <laughs> and it would look fantastic. <laughs> All right, and how do people get in touch with you? Uh, com. give us a call uh, 262-567-4513 otherwise come into the showroom uh, we got a guy there till noon today we're open till noon today otherwise really the best way is to make an appointment and you know maybe make an appointment with Dayton because he's one of our good dudes and uh, can take you through the, the process really easy alright thank you good luck on the baseball this weekend alright thank you and uh, great talking with you Tom Hey, great talking to you, too, Eric. Tom, thanks for filling in for David. We appreciate that. Hey, it's been a great fix-it day. Good deal. Coming up next, Rose Gray and the Fox World Travel Show on WTMJ. This has been the Fix-It Show on WTMJ. Advice and opinions expressed during the program are solely that of the hosts or guests at not WTMJ Radio or Good Karma Brands Milwaukee, LLC.